All right, guys, everyone huddle in for a sec. Did you know that there's a new Facebook group dedicated to the Badass Agile way? Head on over to Facebook and look for the Badass Agile Listener Lounge, where you can get previews of upcoming episodes. You can participate in a community that votes on what goes on the air next, behind the scenes and insider extras that you can't get anywhere else. And every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I do a Badass Agile Live. We talk about the current shows. We talk about what's going on. You shoot me some questions and I'll answer them. It's just a pleasure to spend time with you guys. So head on over to Facebook. Join the group today. Is there such a thing as being too much of a beginner to lead? Well, I don't know. Let's at least look at some do's and don'ts. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hey, guys, how you doing? Glad to have you here. Thank you for all the love. You know, it's almost impossible to get into Agile without some vision or some inkling that maybe, just maybe, you could change the world. When we start to become more effective you get the sense that you could do anything. And I think we all understand that inherent in doing and being agile, we're going to need to influence. We're going to need to persuade. Because, hey, put two and two together. If you're going first and you're not by yourself, that is to say you're part of a team, effectively there's a very good chance that you're going to have followers. The difficulty is, and I think one area where we get this wrong, is that it needs to come from a place of authenticity and awareness. So let's talk about that. But first, let's remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works. Relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a unique, an unstoppable force in this industry. Hey guys, if this helps you, tell your friends, like, share, comment, whatever it is you do, I appreciate it. You know, it's not uncommon to get asked for advice, especially in the area of influence. People are just looking to know how can we lead? How do we inspire change in other people? How to have a vision, how to make it become real with the help of other people. At some level, everyone dreams of having a team with whom they can go forward and make an impact in this world. So one of the things that I get asked a lot is, what do you say? And it's not just general, what do you say? It's, what do you say in this situation? So a person won't come to stand-ups, what do you say? Someone's always showing up late for meetings, what do you say to them? How do you address a manager or an executive who's laser-focused on metrics or deadlines or dashboards? Now, there's definitely a way to speak to people when you're trying to build agreements. There's definitely a way to speak to people when you're trying to influence them. I think we've all heard it. The trouble is, when do you deploy it? Not all language works on every person because there's different kinds of people and different people react to different kinds of speech. Usually that's because we all need and want different things. But one of the things that you get good at over time is figuring out what kinds of language, what kinds of strategies will work well to influence different kinds of people. The problem is if I give that answer and I say, okay, you have this situation, try saying this. 
What I don't want to see is people using my words verbatim because that's a symptom of something. And worse still, I wouldn't want to see you using those words verbatim in every similar situation. Like Agile itself, I think that influence is something that differs on a case-by-case basis. There's no two instances of an Agile team that are exactly the same. But if we're being honest, the main reason why I don't want you using a script is because it's not authentic. It's not yours, meaning it didn't come from you. And it needs to. And I can only imagine how it feels to be on the receiving end of some advice, whether that's words of comfort, words of encouragement, or words of passion that didn't come from the sender. It probably feels scripted. And when something feels inauthentic or scripted, we tend to feel that it's phony. And I think we can all agree that it won't work. To have beginner's mind in leadership is one thing, but beginner skill is entirely another. Now, I'm not suggesting there's a bar you have to clear before you can lead, but there are some things that you have to make sure that you're not doing, because there is such a thing as doing leadership wrong. Let's be real for a sec. If you need to lead from a script, then you're probably not fully ready to lead. Specifically, you're not ready to change minds and ignite passions. Leadership has to come, especially the communication part, from the accumulation of self-reflection, introspection, insight, wisdom, practice, experience. A lot of people ask me, where do you get more courage to have those kinds of conversations? It's by doing all of those things, reflecting, learning, contemplating, and practicing. Courage comes from certainty, and certainty comes from doing. And so does the language of leadership and inspiration. Now, one of the problems I have is there's so many systems out there that pretend to be able to give you the scripts, the words to say in every situation. But if there's a million situations and a million different people and different styles of communicating, you're never going to be able to memorize or learn all the things that you need to do to be ready for any situation that arises. But if you get it wrong, you lose the opportunity. You lose trust. You lose connectivity. So don't lean on scripts. I think it's great that we have all these books, all these courses, all these frameworks that intend to get us to better communications, better cooperation. But you have to remember something, that there was excellent leadership and excellent inspiration long before any of this stuff existed. Long before Harvard Business School. Long before Liberating Structures. Long before Retrospective Techniques. So don't tell me that they're necessary or they're essential. They're just new. And while they're helpful, one of the things you got to ask, if you're living from scripts, why do you need it? A lot of times when people ask me what to say, they want to appear like a leader, but they don't yet feel like they have the authority to actually be one. And needing to feel authorized and needing to feel like you should read somebody else's script in order to make a human connection has more to do with your needs and your fears than the person you're trying to serve. So the net-net, don't look for scripts. Here's what you do instead. Recognize that the golden rule of communication is that people can't hide who they really are and what they really want. If someone is truly nervous, but they want to appear as though they're not, something leaks out, something that betrays their poker face, that lets you know that they're not comfortable. Well, it's not just around nervousness. It's true of all of our needs. Whether we're looking to become more successful, respected, significant, whether we want people to see us as trustworthy, 
educated, refined, special. It doesn't matter what words they use to communicate with you. They can't hide the fact that somewhere deep down, what they truly want or what they truly fear is different. Very few people that you meet are consistent and harmonized between what they say and how they show up with their body language and their tone of voice. So over time, you get good at reading those things, not as a practice, not as something you have to go and study, but by simply being aware and listening to what they're telling you. By being not just empathetic, but present and 100% tuned in to the current moment. So your phone is down, you're not thinking about your next meeting, you're not worried about your next job interview, and you're not thinking about the past. You are 100% there in the moment with the person, and you simply ask them, what do you need? What do you want? What's most important to you? Or if it's someone who's just in the team room with you, I think I've mentioned this a few times before, ask them why they come to this job every day. Ask them what they're passionate about outside of work. By simply being interested and putting the focus on them, now when the time comes to lead them, when there's conflict or challenge, when they're fearful of change, when they're angry or upset, now you don't have to read scripts. I think you guys know this intuitively. We've all been in situations where maybe somebody's really upset. We know to ask them, what's bothering you? What's wrong? When someone looks lost, that's kind of unmistakable. So we walk over to them and say, hey, can I help you find wherever you're trying to get to? Well, likewise, once we learn the essentials, the fundamentals of our counterparts, in business, and in life. Now we know how to speak to them in a way that they'll respond to. If we know that a person fears being alone and without a team, or being abandoned or left behind, then when you speak to them, it's easy to say things like, hey, we're here to help you. Or maybe stronger language, like, I got your back. Whatever you need, we got you covered. I'm here for you. But when we know that a person prefers to work things out on their own, that they take a lot of pride in their native ability and their independence, then we might say something like, you got this. But again, if you try to memorize every personality type and then learn the language that you use to speak to them, you'd be studying forever. So instead, learn to tune in to the way that they show up when they're in the room with you. Listen carefully to how they communicate because you instinctively know how to respond to those different situations. We have that built into ourselves. It's intuitive. We're hardwired to be receptive to this stuff so that we can shift and adjust our postures to make that connection, to make that other person feel like we're the same. I understand and empathize with you. And furthermore, I know how to help you. I know how to get you more of what you want and less of what you don't. And there's only one way to deepen that skill. Through conscientious, constant practice. Be perceptive, be receptive, put yourself in their shoes, and then speak to them the way you think you would want to be spoken to if you were just like them. But the one thing that won't help you to master that art and that science is scripts. So don't even look for them. Folks, thank you for tuning in. You can reach out at badassagile.com. You can find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. And hey, why not join the Facebook Badass Agile Listeners Lounge? So you can join me for the Badass Agile live stream every Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll see you next time. And until then, stay 
badass. 